Welcome to Everyday Happiness, where we create lasting happiness in about two minutes a day through my signature method of intentional margins, creating harmony between your to-dos and your priorities, happiness science, and musings about life. I'm your host, Katie Jeffcoat, and I wanted to share something that Sir Thomas Brown wrote in 1642. He said, I'm the happiest man alive. I have that in me that can convert poverty to riches, adversity to prosperity, and I am more invulnerable than Achilles. Fortune hath not one place to hit me. Powerful, isn't it? Our episode yesterday discussed the difference between natural and synthetic happiness. Today, we're diving into how average Joes often utilize it without even realizing it. One example is how we do this all the time with the stock market. We see our stocks rise 7% and we're happy. That would be natural happiness. Then, at some point, if you've been in the game long enough, you see your portfolio drop, maybe even 10%. You will likely think, that sucks, but at least it wasn't 20%. We humans try to find the silver lining. Some of us are better than others. Some of us get there quicker than others. But no matter what, though, we all have the capacity to see the silver lining due to those big old brains in our heads. They allow us to see the glass as half full. And frequently, we don't even realize we're doing it. I'll give you a personal example as well. As an adolescent, I didn't really feel like I belonged, right? I grew up in a small town in Minnesota, 2006 people in the middle of a cornfield. I felt like I had no way out. But as humans, we yearn to belong. It is scientifically in our DNA. So the emotional trauma of not feeling like you had good friends or people that really understand you can be devastating, right? But unbeknownst to me at the time, What I was doing was manufacturing synthetic happiness. I did that by dreaming big about the world beyond the scope of my small town. My way out of a place I didn't feel like I fit in was going to law school. I thought that if I made enough money, I would have more choices. I wasn't necessarily wrong. I did achieve my dream of becoming a lawyer, but I had this tug on me that there was just something else. And as Dr. Daniel Gilbert puts it, we have within us the capacity to manufacture the very commodity we are constantly chasing when we choose experience over materiality. That commodity is happiness. And with practice, he says, we can find more happiness through choice than we ever will through selfish pursuits of material acquisition. I found out that being a lawyer didn't make me happy anymore. So while it was a means to an end to a chapter of a life closed, I stopped. I mean, now I'm here with you talking about happiness, which completely lights my hair on fire. Therefore, if happiness is not a thing, but a state of mind, then we can create synthetic happiness. Now, I'm not talking about toxic positivity, which is a whole different thing and one we don't really have time for today. But what I am saying is that happiness science indicates that we can synthesize happiness. We don't have to wait for happiness to happen upon us. And we don't have to chase it 
or find it like some magical rainbow where you have to shake down some poor leprechaun. Instead, you can create it yourself. So tune in tomorrow to learn how. And remember, kindness is contagious.